Pass the Popcorn, the movie review podcast. That's right, yet another movie review podcast on the internet. But here's what this podcast has that no one else does. Your hosts, Chris and Tim. Hello and welcome to Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn 2016. Woo. Is this is this our first episode? This is our first episode of 2016. We yes. are we are we are starting this this uh, this year with no, not really a bang. Yeah. Well, we're starting with four movies, and that's it. Like you saw all four, and I saw all four. There, there's nothing else that Tim's seen that I haven't seen. And and two of these two of these movies. Well, one of them you saw right before the end of 2015. And one of them I saw right before the end of 2015. Uh, you saw Hateful Eight, what, on the last day? I think, what, on 31st? On the, either the 31st or the 30th. I think so, yeah. <clears throat> and I saw Sisters last, last the, the last movie I saw last year was Star Wars after we did our recording. But the last, um, but we have, I haven't talked about Sisters, and Sisters was a movie that I saw last year. Well, that's what we're going to do first. Uh, bring up the um, trailer. Tina Fey, Amy, Pol- Amy Poehler. Brought to you by Amazon. Amazon. Oh, free shipping. Ah. Sisters. Hey, girl. Sister reunion. What's your deal? I've been having a lot of fun. I don't need lotion in there. Yeah, you do need lotion in there. We are looking for an yard artisan to do some work on our bushes. I bet working on other people's bushes really makes you want to whack your weeds. I was dirtier than I thought. I'm sorry. I got dirty really fast. No, mom and dad's souls are childhood home. This should have been passed on. <laughs> All we need you to do is clean out your bedroom. Oh, boy. It's a damn shame that you never had your night here. We cannot have a party. You've been divorced two years. You can't avoid putting yourself out there forever. Do not work me like this. There's so much to do. You have to invite that cute guy from down the street. Hi. Hi. Hi, Mara. I'm James. I just wanted to say hi. So that's done. Oh. It's a lot of underteat, but I think I'm getting away with it. It's on backwards. I don't get this dress. One of my apples keeps rolling out of the bag. But I like the story it tells with the fringe. Oh, here we go. Yes, I be a woman. I've been thinking. Why? Will you not drink tonight so I can let my freak flag fly? I would love to. I heard you were having a party from someone who got invited. It's pretty sad. It's a snazzy bell. Oh, thank you. Yeah, congrats on your wrestling championship. We need to say goodbye to this house. But we sure had fun here. You're the type of badass that I'm susceptible to. Let's say for it is keep going. Yeah. It's my ballerina music box. It really is a beautiful melody. And we're done. Nope. Timbo. Yes. You, I think, I remember when you first, you first saw this, like, when actually came out, like, over the weekend or something. Yeah, you I did. I did. I saw it. I, I saw it. Um, yeah. I remember seeing because it came out opposite Star Wars. It came yeah. out the same weekend as Star Wars, and I think I saw it. I think I saw Star Wars, and then I went and saw this like a day or two later. I I was yeah I wanted to see this, but we just missed it. I saw you know Star Wars three times over the weekend, and then I was like, we had to see Sister. I I'm dying to see. And you called it. You said something about it's like the female Sandler and his and his buddies. Yeah, this movie. First off, like let me just say this. I loved this movie. This movie was one of the funniest movies I've seen 
It's up there. It's up there pretty close with Spy, I got to say, in terms of, of funny, funniest movie of last year. Um, I agree. I, it, it was really fucking funny. It was. But uh, yeah, I, I, I looked at this movie. You know how like Adam Sandler, he pulls a lot of people from his his friends from his era of Saturday Night Live and a lot of younger comedians he put, brings in and puts in his movies. And he has this this sort of rotating cast of characters that he that he puts on all his movies. And it seems like Tina Fey is starting to do that where she's bringing all the people that she worked with in SNL and Amy Poehler's working with the, the, the Parks and Rec people and 30 Rock and all that and bringing all these people that they worked with and all really funny people to create one of the funniest ensemble casts that of the year. Just hilarious. Because, well, everyone knows that Faye and Paul are really work great together. I yeah. mean, they, they're the Golden Globes last year, and they just, they're, they're fantastic, and they both work well. They both look like they know how the other person's going to end their own sentence, yeah. and, and that's why it was so funny. Like, Amy Poehler kind of plays the straight person, and Tina Fey is sort of like the nutty one. The crazy one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and this one was just, oh, everything about... It's one of these things, I, 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 it's hard for us to review comedies because it's one of those things that's like, we don't want to give away all the jokes when we talk about it, and then when we tell you the joke, we're like, wasn't that funny when the guy fell on the on the ballerina? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And it yeah. does, it, it's like when people talk about it, it's hard to convey how how funny this movie actually it's, is. It's like Chris Farley. Remember when like you were like with the Beatles? <laughs> was, it's exactly. Cool? <laughs> like we, I think, cool? I think we have an easier time like reviewing like action movies and dramas and things of that sort. But when it comes to a comedy, it's really difficult because there's so many, I mean this, this choke literally, literally is a laugh a minute. Every minute. Yeah. Oh the, yeah. From the opening credits all the way till through the through the end of the credits is Loopers, you're, yeah. you're laughing your ass off. Why is John Cena so goddamn funny all of a yeah, sudden? This is the movie he's appeared in uh, this year as like a cameo or something. He's just funny as hell, and he's just he's he's great. He is great, and James Brolin and Diane Weiss. I like Arby's. They, they yeah, <laughs> they were funny. Even with her just having got to having sex, and you see like some kind of side slappy breast. That was, <laughs> and that was so funny when James Brolin, a naked James Brolin, is hiding behind a post. Yeah. It was so funny, and he had a shell over his. Yeah, head. he had a shell Slaw. over his. Ding dong. Yeah, but. I'm telling you who the star of this movie was, and I think I told you this like ten times already. Bobby, <laughs> Bobby Moynihan. Yeah, I want a movie of his character because every time he's on SNL, and I love him. He does the drunken uncle. He's always great on SNL. I, I love him a lot. But in this movie, he just plays this just fucking totally gone drunk. Yeah. Well, he he to- plays he plays the guy that always has to be the funny guy, no matter uh, what. Yeah. He has he has to <laughs> be saying that he has to be the funny. The center of attention constantly, even if it's not funny, but he thinks it's funny. So the whole movie, he's like making really unfunny jokes, but at the same time, you're laughing because it's so funny Be that it's unfunny. And I told you, I told you the scene, it's two seconds, if that. <laughs> <laughs> he walks in the background behind this passive doorway wearing a Reynolds Wrap hat yeah. and just screams, Ah! <laughs> <laughs> walks past and I roared for like 10 minutes during that scene after the scene it was hysterical and at the end where at the end of the movie when he comes out and you know the party's over and he's 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 gotten he's got himself cleaned up and the the Korean girl is she she's she's gone deaf she's like what yeah yeah <laughs> she was funny the the I think the Korean uh Haewon hey oh yeah I think of- she was so fucking funny it was a fun. You're right. I think you're right, Tim. I, there's probably five minutes do not pass without you laughing at you, something. There's a, there's a few parts where they have to pro, where they have to push the story forward, but it's it's not it's not one of those comedies where it's like 90 minutes and the first 45 minutes are funny and then it's unfunny for for 30 minutes and then it's funny again for five minutes. It's not like one of those comedies. This one from beginning to end. When it's when they're when they're sort of wrapping the story up a little bit at the end, it you go, it's just sort of the the, the wrap ups. It's not as funny, but the 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 ride to the end is so. I, I loved it. I loved it. I want to hear. I, I I don't know. I'm thinking what you're going to give it, but I want to hear how many popcorns, Tim, because I could be wrong. Hey, 
and then one hey and then one hey one uh i give this i got i gotta give this four and a half i i, I oh okay four and a half this is this is a movie especially if especially did you did you watch this with your kids or anything no, because I knew it was gonna be nasty. I was like, I told them, I said, no, it was just Cow and I. I, I'm, I'd be curious to know what younger viewers view, because it, it's basically is like a movie for people in their late thirties up to like fifty, like their their last their last party hurrah. This is like the yeah. last rager that they're ever gonna t- do, and I'd be curious if like if like kids like thirteen are like it's just a bunch of old people getting drunk. Yeah, well, I heard there was like you know there wasn't there was there was that painting of a of a schlong on the wall. Which was, <laughs> you know I mean? was, stuff that Tina Fey was doing. Just, yeah, yeah, taking stuff, licking it and stroking it. And it was like you know I knew it was just some stuff. I was like, yeah, no nah, kids, nah, it's okay. But um, I I would like to know too what teenagers think of this kind of movie because yeah, because we love it because we're we're at that age almost. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're at that age. You know what I mean? Um, Tim, I'm changing my net because I thought I thought you were gonna give it five. I'm like, there's no way it's perfect. And then I wrote down four and a quarter. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm using yours. I- I'll give it four and a half. I will it's, definitely give it four and a half. I mean, it's it, it's it's not for me. Like I thought, I think I gave Spy five, and it's not uh-huh. quite it's not quite Spy level, but it. I mean, it's it is really freaking funny. Uh, this is a movie to get on Blu-ray just for the outtakes and bloopers. Yeah. It's going to be a blast. Spy, Spy for me was funny because the story was funny and every and the, and the acting was funny. This one's a different kind of funny where it's it's situational. It's it's kind of like they they put the script together and as they were shooting it, all these funny minds came together and said, "What can we do that's funny right here?" And so I think that's what happened here. And and they, it was spot on every. They, they, there was there was never there they there was never a joke that really fell flat. Everything was funny. The stuff that right. was supposed to fall flat and was supposed to be like, oh, that's a dumb joke, was purposely done that way. There was a lot of thought, and it. I if if you if you can see this in a theater with friends, do it. But you don't necessarily need to. You you can watch this at home, and you'll have just as good a time. You're right, Tim. It, it was it was a great movie. Now we'll go to another movie that I'm, I. I'm actually. I gotta say, I'm glad that you. Gave it that high rating. For some reason, I thought you were going to say it's funny. Two and a half. No, <laughs> no, because I love I love Faye. I think I don't think I don't think Dave's a fan of Tina Fey, but I love Faye and Polar. And I think whenever they're on screen doing something, I laugh. Did you Did you watch Thirty Rock? I yes, Thirty Rock. Yes, Parks and Rec. No, no. Uh, you would You would like Parks and Rec mainly. Polar's okay, but I think you would like Parks and Rec for Chris Pratt yeah. and. Um, Oh my God! The guy with the mustache. Oh shoot! Yeah, the guy. I know who you mean. Yeah, talks like this. He's yeah. Yeah, I think for those two people alone, and and all the guest hosts like um, uh, 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 Ant Man and um, oh Paul Rudd, yeah. Paul Rudd's in it, and there's a whole bunch of guest stars, in that, and Tina Fey shows up in that too. And wow. you should watch Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, you bastard. I uh, well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> This is, let's, I try let's, to, let's let's get let's get all this airing out after that after that one episode of, of the, um, uh, the Star Wars make, character that where where we're like why do you watch shows that are horrible? <laughs> so many good shows out there. I know, and I tried watching one last night, making a murder, and I watched the the finale. <laughs> you, you couldn't even do that right. <laughs> um, our next film, I saw. I think I I saw it on a on a Thursday or Wednesday before the um, New Year. And we saw it at three o'clock in the afternoon because it was over around six. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that we saw it earlier than later because then I would have probably conked out. However, um, the Hateful Eight, the Eighth film by Quentin Tarantino, with Amazon, brought to you by Amazon. I should get a percentage from these ads. The best part: it's free for Prime members. What make a man brave a blizzard? Chill in cold blood? I'm sure I don't know. You'd be surprised what a man would do. 
Nancy. Pictures, eight. Got room for one more? I ain't too anxious to be handing out rides. Real trusting fella, huh? Not so much. Ain't no way I'm spending a couple of nights under a roof with somebody I don't know who they are. So who are you? Okay, everybody, hear this. I'm taking this woman to hang. Rewards $10,000. That money's mine, boys. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Hold on. You think I'll make a hoose with that fella or her? That's my problem, boy. I don't know. One of them salts will kill everybody in here. Now we're talking. Let's slow it down. Let's slow it way down. When you get to hell, tell them Daisy sent you. You don't die now. No one said this job's supposed to be easy. <laughs> Nobody said it's supposed to be that hard, neither. Tim, why does Kurt Russell talk like John Wayne all of a sudden? Am I just noticing that now? <laughs> I, I, think I, I, I have a feeling that uh, I have a feeling he was probably told to talk like John Wayne a little bit. It's like sound like Kurt Russell, but sound also sound like John Wayne. He was, I mean, it's a movie, this this movie stars a lot of people who I love, and Tarantino, who I've always, you know, loved, no matter what he's done. Yeah. And I want to see it again, but I don't think I can sit through three hours. I want to take like an hour and a half, and then intermission, and another hour and a half, because this movie, for me, was so much fun. Yeah. I I definitely want to see it again, and... And uh, I have to thank uh, Jeff McGee from Marvin Dog Media for sending me. Um, he went to he saw one of the seventy millimeter road show screenings. I saw that, yeah. And uh, he sent me uh, the program from it, which is awesome, and I love it. And it's 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 in my it's in me collection now. Um, but and and I from what I understand, I think it is still showing on seventy millimeter here near Nashville. But god damn it, it's at the theater that I swore I would not return to because they're assholes. And um, but if it's still in seventy millimeter, I may have to go and see it this week again. Can you just let that slide for just for just one one movie for for a special screening? I think I may have to let it slide. I I think I will have to go see it because the 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 seventy millimeter projected version has the overture that full the full overture. Which I guess I guess is like five minutes of music before the picture even starts, and it's got the it's got an intermission in it, and it also has eight extra minutes of dialogue scenes. Oh, awesome! So I, I and and I'm I'm assuming that when they put it out on Blu-ray, they'll probably have different options. You could probably see the director's cut, or you could get the theatr- the standard theatrical cut. But I would like to see the full. The full film. That being said, I uh, I really, really, really loved this movie. I thought it was fan fucking tastic. I Tim, I'm so happy because I, for me, this movie was a mix. It, it was a mixture. It was a western kind of film. It was a mixture of Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs. If it if it went into the western time, yeah. And every actor and actress in this movie. Knocked out of, out of the park, mm-hmm. and Chain and Tatum was in it, right? Spoilers. Uh, although it says his name at the beginning. Yes, I and I know, I, I know, I know you're. A, I mean, I like Channing Tatum too. I know you're a big Channing Tatum fan. I, was, I do like him. I do think he's funny, and he's a good-looking guy. I, I, I admire him. But the whole movie—I told you this—the whole movie he wasn't in it. Yeah, and then I, and then there was this guy who's the Mexican guy. <laughs> Damien Bashir. And, and the whole time I'm like, I go, Kelly, that's that's 
Janet, that's that's him. I mean, look at his eyes. That's him. He, he's impersonating this guy the whole time. And then later on in the movie, you see him, just how he looks in Magic Mike, and I'm yeah. like, that guy's not not him. <laughs> it's not Channing Tatum. Yeah, I I uh, I forgot that he was in the movie, and I remember, um, I remember seeing his name at the beginning of the movie, and I'm like, oh, Channing Tatum, and the seeing all these people's names. And then, I mean, it went on for for a while. I two mean, two hours. After, yeah, and after a while, you forgot he was even in the movie. Yeah, was like oh, there he is. It went on for two hours, and then, and then all of a sudden, it's like I, I, I reminded myself, like, wait, they had there were all these other actors at the beginning. What, where are those people? And then, and then they do the whole backstory, and it, this this movie is one of those movies where everything is a total every. It's like. Twist after twist after twist and plot thickens over more plot. It's just amazing. When when you said you were going to go see this, um, because you saw this before me, and when I went and saw it, I was amazed that you liked it as much as you said you did on online. Because you're 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 one of those people that when you um when you criticize a film, a lot of times it's like it's just talk. But it was this was good talk <laughs> because I liked you know I love Kurt Russell and, and you know and the part where you know spoilers where he's not in it during the whole yeah. movie I was like oh because I love him a lot Sam Jackson is fantastic Tim Roth's always been one of my favorites yeah Michael Madsen is great even in Free Willy he's still good <laughs> you know what I mean and yeah. and then and the guy what's that guy's name Tim for Just Justified who I love oh, Walt, Walt Goggins oh and him in this movie was like a bonus for me because I was like ooh he's from Justified and, and I love him and the, it's it's Tarantino at, at his best and even when there's like um dialogue from Tarantino am I right yeah at yeah, first, I, I, I think he's the one that does the voiceover, right? Yeah, it didn't sound like him at first, but then once in a while you heard Tarantino in there. You heard like that has to be Quentin. Yeah, there's a but, voice. There's a voice that's like, uh, like, and and then they were out here, and it was it was it was just basically a narrator, but it wasn't it wasn't like an over the top like most movies when you think of narrators are like, and then over here this was happening, and then but this one just had a real like plain spoken like. What you might not notice is over here, this man is sitting yeah. in a chair, and he's there for a reason. Let's find out why. Uh, Everything was connected, and it's, it's great Tarantino style, and the dialogue, and the violence. Yes. And, and I even told, told told you this. I said, you know, I, I look into the movies. You know, it's rated all for violence, explosions. Who cares? That's on The Walking Dead. This movie is def. My kids could definitely saw it, except for that one scene where Sam Jackson tells a story. <laughs> and Sam Jackson tells a children's story. <laughs> and that's why I'm so glad. I'm like, oh yeah. my god, thank God the kids didn't come to this one. From what I have heard, someone told me that when they show the scene, we're not gonna, we're we're not going to um, tell you exactly what happens in case you haven't seen it. But at the climax of that scene. Uh, no I'm told. Then. I'm told at the climax of that scene is when they go straight to intermission, and then the resolution to the story that he just told kicks in right after that. From what now from what I understand, I don't know if that's true. That's a cool. I mean, because I mean, how do I put this? I mean, we. I'm. I'm assuming people out there have have received what was happening in the movie, and and the sound effects, <laughs> like. Whatever they got this sound effect from, or you know, if it's yeah. if it's Ben Burt or something doing this, or it was like so funny and so like, oh my god, and so like, what the hell's going on? Moment. It's if that was, if that was in fact the 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 cut to the intermission. It's that that must be the one of the greatest cuts ever because if you go there and you see that with someone or even if you see it by yourself, they there's you see that happening, and then all of a sudden you have say fifteen <laughs> fifteen minutes to stew in it before <laughs> it comes back. It's did you say stewing it or spewing it? <laughs> a little bit of both. Oh, I mean, right. it just it is just, is just genius, and it, it it was one of those things where. Just genius writing. You didn't see it. You didn't see it coming. Literally. Uh, 
and it, it's it just it throws you for a loop, and it 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 basically kicks you back in, like, holy shit, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, uh, and and a lot of shit you didn't see coming, like a lot of twists and turns. Yeah, I really didn't see this guy was that, and this guy was who, and where, and 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 I was like, wow, what a. It was over, and I'm like, that was such a great movie. It it really was a great ride, and I and I predict, I predict that this will be a movie that, um, five ten years down the road, you're going to see stage productions on Broadway of this film. Well, he even said that Tarantino wants to take it on Broadway. I even saw him; he is pushing for it. He wants to do this on Broadway. I think I think he should. I think it's because. The, like the first half hour of the movie is one set. It's just in a carriage, in a horse carriage, horse horse carriage, whatever. And then the next, what is it, hour and a half, is in one room. And then there's backstory, which they could easily do side stage, and, and in the same basic set that they just used. The the, the whole thing just takes place uh, all in on one set, and they can they can. Um, sort of move things around and make you imagine you're in other areas pretty easily with a stage production. So I think when, when they do that, Oh man, if they get the right cast, if they, even if it's not the same cast that you've seen this movie where they get all new cast, it is just going to be stellar. And I don't know if it's my age kicking in all of a sudden, but this movie, and we're going to talk, talk about the Revenant later on. What is it with me? I am loving the scenery all of a sudden. <laughs> Well, I mean, this movie was shot shot on seventy millimeter in like Cinescope, so this was this was shot with a fantastic cinematographer with with every shot in mind. Every shot had a had a had a purpose. Every shot had a look. So they were definitely going for a style. And I think with this one, and when we talk about the Revenant, we'll talk about that. They they really put you there. They really put you. I in loved the environment. it. I think it was filmed in Wyoming or something. And I was just this, yeah. this, the mountains and the snow. It's like, oh, that, look at look at this scenery is amazing. In that opening shot with the with the crucifix, yeah, uh, it was like with the um, who did the who did the music? Damn it! Uh, he did. He just won a Golden Globe. Oh, oh my gosh! I can't remember the name of the guy who does the music. Is um. Uh, super uh, amazingly oh Ennio Morricone uh and he he hasn't done a he hasn't done a, a score in years the score is unbelievable and with that opening shot it's like three or four minutes of just a crane shot slowly pulling back and bringing and bringing the horse carriage into view yeah. it was like it was like half an hour of the movie was the opening <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, and, yeah. and the score is fantastic I am definitely gonna buy this on 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 uh, the soundtrack for it, on because it's it really is, it was amazing, freaking fantastic. I I loved I loved every minute of it. There wasn't a there wasn't a single moment in this movie, nope, that I felt bored. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just I it, this is a movie um, that you need to see in a theater. Don't yes. wait for unless unless you own a movie theater at home right. with with a 50 foot screen, you need to see this movie in a theater, see it in a theater, see it on a weekend, see it when there are people in the theaters with you. So you can sort of get that communal experience. Cause it really, it really is. This is, this is a movie made for theaters. I kind of wish, I know it's not going to happen. I kind of wish Tarantino would not release this on Blu-ray. I know that the way the business is, they have to, because that's right. where they make most of their money. But I, I kind of wish that some movies should just remain movies. It was great. It, it was like almost like, like, like the old classics, like Ben Hur. Where you, you know, first yeah. time you see that, and then movie theater screen. It's like, holy shit, this is amazing. This is this movie is, is so good. I I'm mean, I can't, I can't ben, find anything bad, bad about it. I'm looking here at Ben Richardson as uh, this as his cinematographer. He's done. Oh my god, so many freaking so many freaking awesome movies. Now this guy, he's done he's done most of Tarantino's films. He did Hugo, the Scorsese film. He does he does a lot of work with Scorsese, it looks like. Um he does some work with 
Yeah, I mean this 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 guy is named Robert Richardson. This is like one of the top cinematographers. I'm just looking at at the stuff that he works with the best directors out there. It was so good. Yeah, Tim, you gave Sisters four and a half. I'm dying to know how many for um, Hateful Eight. This one gets a full five for me. Oh, Tim, look over here. <laughs> I, wrote, <laughs> I, I wrote down five too. Oh, jeez, perfect five. Yeah, I can see this, this movie. This I gets mean, a five. The only thing I, that I wish it was, I mean, it's a great movie. I just wish it was a little bit shorter so I could watch it again and again and again and again and again. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> it was so damn good. I think I think this is a movie that I would like to see it in the theaters again, and I will see it in the theaters again. Um, we just but, did our, our best of 2015. This kind of came out in 2015. Would you put that in your top 10? It 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 would be in my top ten. I don't have my list in front of me. I'm not sure what it would knock. I'm not sure where it would fall. It would right. fall closer to the top. It would probably knock Creed back a little bit. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, is, it it. But I mean, this is definitely. I think this is going to show up since it since I do my best of my calendar year. This will de- more than likely unless. We have 10 really freaking awesome movies coming out better than Hateful Eight over the next 12 months. I think this is going to show up in my top, my top list. Top. This, top this is a, a total sidetrack thing here. I, you know how I want to, I want like Dave and Matt have an app for the, for the beer. Whenever they have a new beer, there's an app. Yeah. They can, I found an app. It's called Movist. M-O-V-I-S-T. Tim, it keeps track of the movies I've seen. What I have in my collection, what I want to see, it's a great little app for movie dorks like us. Yeah. And if you want to try to download that, it's you can you can keep your collection, everything you've seen. Like what sucks, it puts them from A to Z. Uh-huh. So like I saw the Hateful Eight first, but then I have one here: The Forest, Hateful Eight, The Revenant, and Sisters. Like it's it's everything I've seen, so and it tells you all about it. It's a really cool app. I just wanted to hmm. put it out. There. I um the the I mean I use my my movie movie pass app to double check on movies that I've seen but I keep track of everything in my little book in my little, little book little black book all right let's go to the next wait, movie wait, wait. yo uh, Sorry, yes. this I'm, I'm gonna take this opportunity that uh, after I saw this movie I, I left the theater and uh, there were these these guys outside <laughs> yeah. and uh did, did you did you see the little clip that that i posted on pass the popcorn and oh uh, yeah 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 okay yeah okay i was for a second i was like oh shit yeah two guys, outside. These guys outside and we reenacted the scene with with uh <laughs> <laughs> no uh um and yeah it, it, and I, I figured i'd just give him a quick shout out in case in case you guys haven't seen the little clip on facebook that i posted on the popcorn and i also posted on the star wars in character these guys they do this thing where they go outside of a movie theater and they just talk to people as they as they leave the theater so i thought uh, and they they didn't know who i was and and i, I they're like hey would you stop with this and i was like is this a youtube thing and like yeah 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 and they just asked you like what did you see what what have you seen late, lately what are you looking forward to it was a lot of fun, and the way that they edited it was pretty funny. So uh, if you guys are interested in seeing it, just go on YouTube and look up the clip, Asking Strangers About Movies, Episode 3. That's the one that I'm on. And, the, you know, and, uh, yeah, and they were nice enough to post to go and post it on our page, and I shared it to, to so shared it so other people could see it. But it was, it was pretty fun. There, there was a funny, funny little clip if you haven't seen it. But what's <laughs> what the best part of that little clip was, when you said, "Yeah, I just got to see him." Hey, for after that, I I snuck in and saw sisters. <laughs> what is that? Who's, who's like? What are they gonna do? <laughs> right, I thought that was like. I, mean, I thought that was that was that's funny as hell. I don't yeah, know. the guy's like, "Well, that should that's how it should be seen." But as we've as we've said before, don't no sneaking to see sisters. Give, <laughs> yeah. give sisters your money. It's a it's a great movie. Don't do what Tim did. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go from two really really good kick ass. Movies to to this. Yeah. All right, I'm playing the trailer too. Well, Brought to you by a video game app. I'm skipping it. Here we go. The forest. My sister Jess and I. We're identical twins. When something happens to one of us, oh, shit. the other one can tell. 
but I can just feel it. She's in trouble and she needs me. Your sister went into Aokigahara Forest. It's where lost people go to commit suicide. What? I'm coming, Jess. I'm looking for my sister. She went into the forest. I want to hire a guide. No guide. Forest is very dangerous. Spirits cannot rest there. They come back. Angry. I can't let you go by yourself. I have clearance to go in with the guard. I could ask if you could come. The forest is very dangerous. Do not leave the path. Oh my god, that's our tent. Yes! Yes! You cannot stay after dark. I'm not leaving without my sister. Yes! At night, people see bad things. You're getting paranoid. second i thought i lost you because i didn't see my skype counter going but it's hidden somewhere else but it's, yeah. it's um that trailer man that, that was a good trailer wasn't it no it's bit? not a bad trailer i knew that i knew this movie was going to be that wasn't going to be very good going into it i i i i went and saw this movie um really for only one reason it's because i there's a there was like a Time Life book or something out called like World's Most Haunted Places, and I read about this action this this forest in Japan, which is which this movie is supposed to take place in, and it is a real place where people go, and it's a forest that people go and they commit suicide if they want to commit suicide. Yeah, I don't know who it was. I don't know where I saw it. I, one of our fans, Tim Rodas. Oh yeah, uh, did you did you see that? Like he lives like. No, she. It's a. It's a she. I believe. Like two hours, an hour, hour and a half, from that yeah. forest. Fuck that. <laughs> and you know what's what's common? There's a whole side story. They're 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 selling the home to Sounds of the Lambs. Did you see this on the news? What? Yeah, the, the actual home that they filmed in the basement of Sounds of the Lambs. Oh, Whatever. really? They're selling. They're selling. They're that. selling it, and no one's buying it, and they keep lowering and lowering and lowering the price because you know what? I ain't going in that fucking basement. Yeah, but it's a. Tim, fuck you! I ain't going in the basement. All it does is put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> can you can you imagine that living in that house where they filmed it in the basement? Yeah, but it's, not a, it's 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 Tim, a movie set. It's the same thing with those goddamn windows for Amityville Horror. Do you, do you think do you think if you walk onto the Millennium Falcon on Episode Eight that it's going to fly away? No, in my mind it will. <laughs> If you could read my mind, I'll there, fly there, in the Falcon with Chewie. In the forest, it, the, this movie was—I think it was just so—and you, you, it was boring. It was—it so was boring. boring. Nothing happened, and the whole point—I—I I told the kids, and the kids were like, "Dad, you, you're crazy." The whole—the girl, the daughter, the, the twin was going in the woods to, to save her daughter. When I think, oh, yeah, her, her sister. When all along, I think she was going in there to just kill herself. Well, I, I, that's how no, I took it. And no, they were like, no, think, no, dad, you're crazy. What it basically what it is is, you could tell they you could tell right off like when she was telling the story about her family and like her parents dying. She lied about her parents dying. She said they died in a in a car wreck when it was a murder suicide in the basement of their home while they were upstairs with their grandma. Um, so she's damaged goods and her sister was damaged goods too. And they were saying something about how 
if you if you go into the forest with sadness and anger, the forest will basically this forest will get you. Yeah, yeah it, it plays with your mind, and you see shit. And yeah. what the hell were, were these scarecrow zombies everywhere? From Batman, they were all like behind her. These scarecrows. Uh, those were supposed to be people that committed suicide. Uh, I don't, like they, they, was, they showed the, they showed the guy who had hung himself, and they found yeah. him. Yeah, and I guess that was supposed to be more of those people. It was going to a certain way where there's this guy who was helping her, and I thought for the she that he kidnapped his sister, her sister. Well, there was that scene in the mind, and her mind was playing tricks on it, where he basically says. She's in the basement. She's dead now. Hey, you, nobody can live five days. She's been another five days. Yeah, I thought he was really in on it. I was like, I like this story. I, I like him hidden being a crazy I, guy. I actually was thinking, oh, so he's the guy. So the forest really doesn't have anything, and he's just a killer. He's just a, a weirdo. That's what I wanted. He, he was Goro the weirdo in the forest. <laughs> I, want, I wanted that to happen. I wanted that. But then little when, peepee. He little peepee. When he was seeing, she's seeing shit, and, and then the boy, and then the, her her parents and the shotgun and cuts her own wrist. I don't know. It was just once it's over, I'm like, thank God that's over. It was bad. Basically, this movie, this 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 movie just makes Americans look bad. It's it's a movie where an American storms into Japan. You know, yeah. and she just and Japan says we have our we have our traditions and this is what's going to happen to you. And she's like, you, shut up, you stupid Japan, stupid Japanese person, <laughs> stupid Japan. <laughs> that's, I'm, that's, that's I'm like, it doesn't sound right. <laughs> you stupid Japanese person and your myths and your legends. I'm American. I can do what I want. You know, it looked like they were trying to do like another ring kind of kind of yeah movie kind of, kind of thing, but it was bad, and I, I saw I it. Think, and that's it. I <laughs> yeah, I saw and I, yeah, and I saw it too. Mainly, mainly because I heard about it, and mainly to talk about it here on the show. But I think I, I think I summed it up best uh, in the text. The forest better a better title it, for this forest is the boar fest. Yeah, and and you're right. It was. It was boring, like nothing happened, and it was just like. And at the very end, when the Chinese hiker guy, Japanese hiker guy, was yeah. like, you know, coming back, and then at the very end, he's looking to the woods and he's like, kind of like smirking, like a weird, like, yeah, I know what happened. But then yeah. the other lady came out, rah, yeah. yeah. I was like, Tim, I have, I'm going first because I'm giving this. I'm giving this like a really, really crushed, walked on one popcorn, small one. A one? I I was actually thinking about like how low I could go with this. I'm giving it a half. Okay. And, and I'm and the only reason I'm giving it a, even any score at all is even though she's a little, she's got a little, she's a little weird looking. I got a little, I got a thing for Natalie Dormer. I think she is cute. I- I do. I remember her from Hunger Games, and I was like, "Who is this girl?" I, I do know her, and I looked online. And I was like, "Oh, yeah." She she has a she has a weird like her face is so yeah non symmetrical. Like she's got a nose that's sort of upturned, and it's sort of it's not it's like it's not the same. The left and the right are so different, and and she's got like this weird chin. But there's something about her like where she's really cute. She was in Captain America. They were the first Captain America. When he comes back and she was like, she's like just a groupie that's working in office. She's like, you're a hero. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And we get to see her, her little, uh, <clears throat> her little tatas in, in Rush, the, 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 one, the movie where Thor is the race car driver. I think she's, she does have small tatas, huh? And she's cute though. I, 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 she's cute. She's cute. I've always really liked, I've, I've, she's on Game of Thrones from what I understand. I don't watch that show. I saw, I, I watched the first two seasons and I'm trying to. Maybe, maybe that's up. why, maybe that's why she's been getting noticed because she's on that show. I've never watched it. One of these days, we, maybe. Well, let's go from a movie that is in a forest to another movie that has some that's, forests. That also is in a forest. Yeah, it's also in a forest. But it's, <laughs> the, there's less, less Jeppins in this, in this movie. <laughs> When you said that, Jeppins. Um, all right. This is this. He just won Golden Globe for Best Actor. It won Best Director, and I think it won Best something else. All right, <laughs> something else. Um, the Revenant.
safe thing to do is track a new course back up online. Then what we gonna do? Sit out there like a bunch of goddamn ducks? You and your half-free son get to walk on out? I'm talking to you. for as long as necessary. I understand. I know this this isn't saying much because today is what January twelfth. Yep. I think this is the best movie so far, twenty (laughs) sixteen. Um. Oh yeah. I guess. I guess of of the of the of the stuff released this year. Yeah, this would definitely be up there. Um. I I of of of, uh, other than the forest. I mean, I like this movie. I thought this was really cool. And it, it's a hell of a ride. Um, it's intense. It yeah. really, it's super intense. Uh, what's funny is up until literally while that trailer was playing, I was I was I thought that the director, the Alejandro Gonzalez in in Era Two, yeah, I thought he's the guy that directed Gravity, the Sandra Bullock and George Clooney movie, and so I was the whole time I'm watching it. And when I was thinking about the movie, when I was driving home the other day, I was like, oh, I can't wait to talk about this. And like how gravity is so much like this. And they got the, the same, the camera work and all that sort of stuff. And I realized it's not the same fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, this guy directed Birdman. Birdman. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now, and now that I've, and now that I've seen, seen the guy's name, I'm like, Oh shit. This, this is a much closer to Birdman. Than uh, than uh, uh, gravity. Um, I I I loved the thing I loved about this movie. That it, it just like just like Hateful Eight, the camera work. Yes, and 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 I, I don't want to sound old. The scenery. Yeah, I was looking at the scenery every time something was going on, and it was just simply amazing. And Leonardo DiCaprio, just give him the goddamn Oscar, man. Just, <laughs> just, seriously, he's done so much shit. Wolf of Wall Street, Titanic. He's done so much great work. Give him it. He deserves this. And this movie, I always, I was thinking, I don't know why. I was thinking this is like for me. This reminded me of like Castaway. Mm-hmm. Like it was all just Leonardo for a while by himself, and just how he looked like he was through. Hell and back, and the true storyness. If this shit, man, is all like based on true events, man, yeah. how did this guy's how did how did this guy survive? <laughs> like anything out there. <sighs> yeah, in the in that fucking bear. That and no pun intended. <laughs> oh, I get nothing rapage from it at all. It just attacking him because the Cubs were nearby, just trying to protect him. Yeah, yeah, cubs. yeah. Uh, y- they- you know what? If, if I can, I can see how you could, how someone could take a couple shots from that and it's make a vine out of it, and it would look like he's getting raped by a bear. It was hopping up and down, but it was just pushing down on his body. Tim, yeah. he 
his back clawed up. He got his throat cut up. Yep. He got bite marks. He was getting thrown around. And then he gets, and, and you know how I feel. Tom Hardy, for me, is all of a sudden my, don't hate me, my new Christian Bale Kind of oh thing. my God! What does what I does this know. poor guy have to do <laughs> to get goddamn respect? But I'm gonna say this though: I I loved him. He played such a dick, and like I I loved hating him in this movie because oh I, my God! I wanna I I wanna slap you through the internet. <laughs> I know I know you're 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 giving him a backhanded compliment here, but I, I am, and I, maybe it's it's maybe. It's all started with Bane, maybe. And I just, I don't know. I didn't know who he was very much. And, that, and then the whole Mad Max thing. Uh, you're, not, you're not Mel Gibson. Even though I did love the movie, Tim. I don't know what it is. I have, I have blinders on for Tom Hardy. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get your. I this is this is the thing. <laughs> I don't. I think if Tom Hardy didn't do Mad Max. You would go into this movie saying, "Oh my God, he was so great." He's, he's I, I think he's, you're, and, then, and, and I guarantee you, this is what I think you say. He's my new Mel Gibson. I, fuck you, I would and not, not your new, not your new Christian Bale. I, I, this movie was great, and I did, I did love him for being such a dick. Like so many times, I'm like, "Oh my God, what a dick!" And he was such a good dick, and I, I loved him. <laughs> the good dick. <laughs> he was a good dick. And they should I put that on. They should put that on your on the poster. Yeah, Tom Hardy you know, was a consideration good Academy Award Best Supporting Actor. Tom Hardy, Chris Irons calls him the good dick. <laughs> Such a good dick. Such a good dick. Tim, he was great. I, I don't know why I, I'm not a fan of him, but this movie, I loved hating him, and that's why it helped a little bit. <laughs> I think. I think he. Yeah, he was. He plays. He plays an asshole. He plays a selfish asshole um, perfectly, and I and I felt bad for the the Will Poulter guy, the guy that's. From the the Maze Runner with the, the guy with the Jack Nicholson eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I do love that kid too. He felt, I mean, he felt awful leaving Leonardo in that ditch. Yeah, you know? and and poor, uh, the son. Help, Dad. Yeah. Oh my, his son. And then, but the the thing that I I didn't know like how long was he in that ditch? How long was he crawling? How long did it take him to get back there to the area? Yeah. You know, you know, like that took. Forever, but the whole Indian fighting battle scenes—that thing at the beginning was amazing. Simply, like there were scenes where I jumped back because the arrows were coming right at the camera, and I was like, "Oh my god, it almost got me!" <laughs> like I was like, "It was filmed great, like one shot." I don't know, but it was perfect. That 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 fight when they was like, "Get to the boat!" Yeah, get to the boat. Uh, yeah, that was that was a long shot, and it was really cool. What did all right? Let's think back. What what happened to him? The the Baratag, obviously. Yeah. And then there was the big waterfall thing that he fell around. Well, um, there's the bear thing, and then yeah, they 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 were bringing him up a mountain. They couldn't get up the mountain with him. Oh yeah, yeah, and then they just left him there. So yeah, and he did. Yeah, he went. He went over. He 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 fell into the <laughs> into the river. He got um, I don't know. Up. I don't know how he didn't die of hypothermia. Honestly, well, it was 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 cool. He was wearing the the um, bear. He was wearing the dead bear's skin coat. Well, yeah, Which, but he was he was wearing the bear. But even even so, when you're wet and it's cold yeah. out, you can't you can't keep your body heat in. But there was right. a lot of fires. I saw every time he's like he there was he's always by a fire. <laughs> like when he when he got naked and got into when he when he when he <laughs> full on when he full on hoffed it. <laughs> yeah. I mean that was the smartest thing he did. He got out of his wet clothes and he got into a horse's warmer. Carcass. He got into a warmer uh, or a comparatively warm environment for the evening. And you know, and you know, your your son and you are nerds. When as soon as they cut it open, he's crawling in. We both turned to each other and went. I thought they smelled bad. Yeah, like I was like Tauntaun. He's like Tauntaun. It was like it was so like. It was such a callback. I was like, "Oh, that's so awesome!" That's from Star Wars. But even though you know, even though it wasn't, yeah. <laughs> but but that was disgusting. I mean, everything. And he, yeah, he falls off the horse. He fell. He fell through a tree on the ground. He he's this oh guy, uh, yeah yeah. The guy's the been through thing. hell and back. Yeah, he's been through hell and back, and he just wanted to get back and and for revenge. And and the end fight scene for me 
was so realistic because they were just they would stab wherever they, they, yeah. they, they would cut whatever they could do they could chop off some fingers they could stab oh my in the god hand. when those fingers got fucking chopped <laughs> off i just remember going and i remember hearing the other people in the theater going ah yeah it, and it, it was, was like it was just one of those one of those things that just like hits you like ah shit ah shit and then, and then he, gets, he gets stabbed in the hand. Leonardo got like an axe or something right in the hand. Yeah. And I'm like, ah! And it was, it was so realistic. And the blood on the snow was so like a cool effect. So, so great, good. Great, so freaking good. It was, it really, it really is a, a movie. Again, is this, this, I, I think I can watch The Hateful Eight more than I could watch this one. Um, but this, this is a movie that you, 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 Again, you you need to see it in in, in a theater because, uh, as you said, like the, the 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 cinematography and the 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 scenery and everything is just amazing to see it on a huge screen. Uh, actually, I saw Pretzel Man. Richard was going to go see it, and I just I, I just I wrote down something like, "Do me a favor and count how, how many words Leonardo says," because he doesn't say much. He's either breathing, panting, or he can't talk. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and he, I'm so glad that, that Creed, I'm so glad that Stallone's up for best supporting actor, yeah. and Leo's up for best actor, because I, I don't, because they're both great, I want Stallone to get his, and I want him to get his, and I think if they get Oscar nods, hopefully they just won't go in Globe, so hopefully it, it will work, but they both deserve it. Leonardo, yeah. give him two Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Here, you can have the Bears Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such a such a great movie. Again, uh, it's it it's a shame it's a shame that and I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna post this on our on our uh, Facebook page. I'm gonna try to post our our reviews ahead of it going out there. So you guys, yeah, they're one of one of our one of our um, listeners that asked us to do that. Post us so they can go see the movies that we highly recommend. So check our Facebook page whenever you can because this is a movie I I really 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 want you guys to see in theaters. Oh yes, and Tim, you should. You're right. Whenever we're done this episode tonight, you should just boink, put it up immediately. Yeah. Just record the episode. Here's the movies. Bam. Because yes, this one and Hateful Eight are definitely movie theaters, seats, screenings, popcorn, drinks, glasses, yeah. whatever you can do there to, to see the see these movies in theaters. I, I I mean that's that's one of the main reasons Chris and I do this podcast is because we love movies but overall we love seeing movies in movie theaters chris likes yeah. to see them because they're free yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's a big bonus I, I love i love to see it because i love seeing movies and this is this is one of the movie this is one of the reasons why people go and see movies um yes. i'm gonna let you do your rating first for a change Tim, I, I have to do this i mean I, i'm doing it i'm doing five seriously i love this movie hateful eight in this for me and you're right I could probably watch Hateful Eight more, but this one—I don't care how many times you see it—I'm probably going to catch more shit. You know, like I'll notice yeah. more stuff going on, and maybe I'll like Tom Hardy a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I am going to also give this one a five. We're uh, starting out 2016 with yeah. like kick-ass films. So, I mean, this is this is a great this is a great uh, episode for for films in terms of you know for for original films none of these are reboots none of these are sequels and uh and one of them sucked but the other three that were that were original non-sequel non-reboots we gave huge high marks for so huge that's my my own trump impression huge (laughs) so i mean honestly yeah pay attention to what's going on in the theaters i know tickets can be kind of pricey but if you go to matinees and if you have Theaters that have like you know twilight screenings and that sort of stuff, you can save a little money. Or if you use oh, yeah. the, if you use you know, ask for movie theater gift certificates, that sort of stuff. Use yeah, the frequent cards. Go, you save yeah. save money that way. I know the AMC does the um some kind of twelve dollars a year for their card, and you get all kind of points and money and all kind of shit. And you get if you go before noon, it's like it's like five six bucks, maybe even seven tops for like the, the first show. So which is, which is cheap. So those those people are whining about how expensive it is to go to the movies. I understand if you're bringing your whole family to a movie, it can get pretty pricey. But if you're just going know. by yourself, just with one other person, you get you get with with some of these movies that we just reviewed today, you get your money's worth and then some. I don't know how. I mean, I, I was told Kel, I don't know how a family of four goes and pays 
four tickets for Kung Fu Panda at like at like six o'clock at night and popcorn yeah. drinks. Oh, That's God. sixty seventy bucks gone. I. God bless those people. <laughs> God know? bless those people. People who pay for their whole family. Um, what's what's coming out? Let's see. What's what's coming soon? Uh, uh right, right along two comes out Friday. That I yeah, right see. along two. I'm looking forward to. And uh, <laughs> norm. What is it? Norm of the North. I know which oh. I which the both kids already warned me. I'm not seeing that, Dad. So I don't think I'm gonna be going if I'm by myself. I'll, I'll end up seeing it. I'll because I'll tell you. I'll tell everybody how shitty that movie is. Um, and the Ben Gunn movie's coming out. <coughs> which I'm surprised. We we were talking about this before. I'm surprised you you don't want to see that because it's Michael Bay. Even though we we both hate Michael Bay, but at the same time we love Michael Bay. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, Dirty Grandpa's coming out soon. That looks funny as hell. I'm looking forward to that. The Fifth Wave with Chloe Grace Prince. I love her. <sighs> that movie looks so bad. It, it does. Look, that looks like a a podunk broke down Independence Day. Um, Fifty Shades of Black. Oh, I, it looks probably awful, and I bet I want to see it. Uh, the Boy. Oh yeah, yeah. With that looks that from cool. Walking Dead. What Maggie. Is, what else is coming out? Uh, yeah, Kung Fu Panda Three. Finest Hours. Yeah, I'm tired of seeing that trailer, and I don't think it looks that good. But I will see it. Yeah, I, I, I'm hoping it's. I'm hoping it turns out good. Pride. Yeah, of- I, I gotta. I gotta say that that movie Jane got a gun with Natalie Portman. Oh yeah. Oh, it's it's Portman. It's Obi Wan and someone else from Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. We got we got Padme. We got Uncle Owen, and okay. we got Obi Wan. Yes. Yeah. 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 I love oh, it. That movie. So we got Gordo the weirdo. <laughs> yeah, um, got the black Pride. swan, and we've got uh, the guy from Down with Love, Pride and Predators, and Zombies. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. I am That's looking forward right. to that. Uh, I think that that girl was her name, Lily Collins. I think is is cute, and Natalie Portman was originally supposed to be in that. And then, then oh, Lily James, Lily James. I'm sorry. February comes a bunch of films like Twelfth, mm-hmm. Deadpool, Zoolander, same weekend. Oh boy. Deadpool, Zoolander, and How to Be Single. Yeah, three movies that I mean I want to see. Which it looks, which I'm dying to. We've, we've we've got we've got our uh, we've got a lot of good movies coming out before before March. Before and uh, Civil War and and Batman. Yeah, so. which which we actually mean you. I think I texted you the new commercial where Batman's going to run down Superman in a Batmobile. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which was cool. Chris was a kryptonite Batmobile. I don't think it's going to hurt Superman. No, it, it was cool how he didn't even move and on. Bleed. Yeah, and Superman doesn't bleed. Ben Affleck, <laughs> stop it! Come on, don't tease me like that. Uh, so, oh, a lot, well, a lot of good movies coming out. So, pay tuned. attention. Pay attention to what we're we're telling you. Go see some movies. Yeah. Go and enjoy, enjoy, enjoy a weekend or a, or, a, or an evening with. You know, a friend. And if, if I'm, I'm going to put this out there. I mean, I don't think we have any fans who live near us. You know, maybe. But if you want to, if you want to go see a movie with either Tim, Tim and I somewhere out in the Tennessee, Philadelphia area or something, man, send us as a message or something. We'll, yeah. we'll join you. You know, why not? Chris, uh, Chris um, re- requires that you pay for his ticket, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I only go if if, if, the, if, the, if the popcorn bucket has a hole in it. That's yeah. the only way. I'll go. Tim knows. And, yeah, and you got to get me quick when it comes to these movies because I see these. I see these movies very quick after they're released. Don't don't call me a month after and say, "Hey, you'd like to see Hail Caesar." I always feel feel like if I miss a movie open week, I'm like, "Fuck, I'm already backed up now." Now I have to try to <laughs> catch this one and the new ones come out next weekend. You know, you get constipated with movies. I'm backed up. I need to take a laxative. I got to take a shit of movie. My doctor said I had to take a laxative. Well, anyway. Thanks for- Thanks for listening. Thanks for being there, Tim. And um, hey, Tim. Yes. Will you please pass me the popcorn? No. Thanks for listening to Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn is a NeoZaz.com production and part of the NeoZaz.com podcast network. For more great podcast and original entertainment, please visit NeoZaz.com. 
For all the latest news and information for Pass the Popcorn, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pass the Popcorn Podcast. Thanks for listening.